sports fans, and thank you for listening to State of My Sports, where we talk about State of Michigan sports and State of Michigan beer. If you aren't following us on social media yet, please do so by searching State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast along with our YouTube channel so you do not miss an episode. For even more content, check out our website, stateofmisports.com. Before we get into the episode, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. The Hobbs Brewing Company and Cafe is the official brewery of State of My Sports. Sisleyano's Market helps us pick out the best Michigan beers for each and every episode. Also, Caleb from Mac Web Design helped us get our website created. So check out all of our sponsors and let them know that we sent you. Episode 80, we're going to briefly talk about our 0-3 week for our uh, football teams here in the great state of Michigan. We're going to talk about some keys to the victory, if we can find any, heading into this week for all of them. I mean, it's going to be tough. All, all three of them, Lions shouldn't be too tough, but it's Lions, so they'll make it tough somehow. Um, then we're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to do an underrated draft, right? Underrated draft of our favorite sitcom slash TV series uh, characters. So uh, we're going to try to have some fun. So please share share all of your guys with us as well uh, so we can get you guys involved. It'll also help us maybe pick some that we haven't thought of yet. <laughs> um, with me today, I got Ryan Walter and Micah Smith. This seat is empty because Jarrett will be walking in any second. Um, it's going to be kind of a surprise that we're already recording, um, but I got sick of waiting. So the, the more awkward, um, the better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? It'll be. I, I just hope he doesn't take down our, our wrinkly background. That's basically the. That the would best. be terrible. That would be so bad. That would show the wall. Yeah, exactly, and the stairwell and all the toys behind there. But but anyways, I hope you guys had a good weekend. It, it was a really tough one. I think the sports the sports was, has been very tough. And my my hockey team we lost as well, so it was an zero and four weekend for me. And it's just inexcusable. Somebody's got to figure it out. <laughs> Unfortunately, what do you? Mich- yeah, Michigan's got some work to do, just in general. <laughs> yeah, the state it, of Michigan. It, and it's we're I'm really talking a lot a, of different angles. We're here, at you know? a crossroads <laughs> here. I feel like with all of our teams, I think Michigan, and Michigan State, which we'll get into a little bit more. It's like obviously you want to see them win and continue to progress. Where Lions, I, I understand if, if people are in that sell mode job because um, I'm personally not. We'll get into that later, but I can understand if people are getting to that point. Um, but we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Let's, you know um, what's funny? Uh, I I loved when we were talking over the weekend. I think we just had a, a group chat going on, you know, texting each other and yeah. everything. And somebody brought up like, "When's basketball season start?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that was Kyle. Mi- yeah, Michigan basketball. Like, let's talk about Michigan, he, Michigan State basketball. He just said that else? again. Oh, did he really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's re- recycling jokes. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's. Yeah. So, so he thought that was gonna. He thought that wasn't gonna come out. I just called him out, basically. Right. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, but anyways, true. it is time to introduce our Michigan beer for episode 80. But before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner, Siciliano's Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Siciliano's Market is the best place for that. Uh, they not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beer from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match uh, to build your own six-pack. They have, obviously, a great selection of beer, but they also have, what is it, cigars, wine, spirits, 
coffee, tea. Um, they also have the, the, the biggest selection of wine making and home brew supplies in West Michigan as well. So uh, go there for that as well. I keep saying as well. I don't know. It's because I'm just nervous, I think. I it's just one thing after another. I haven't done this in eight days. So As well. Um, <laughs> we love the Cicillanos Market. It's part of the state of, Mich- state of my sports family. Uh, so it's who we visit to help us pick us out, pick out, pick out every single beer. <laughs> Holy smokes, guys! It's who we trust. <laughs> I've been for our beer. I've been sitting here. So, I've been sitting here so long. I'm just overthinking now. Um, but <laughs> Is this yeah, my fault or Jared's fault? <laughs> uh, your fault. We started okay. when you got here, All so right. that's who we were waiting for. Uh, but they help us pick out our beer for each and every episode. So check them out and let them know that we sent you. Uh, I promise this will get better. Micah, please just start talking and save me from <laughs> from continuing here. Yeah, let me help you out. Yeah. So <clears throat> tonight I'm drinking from Transient Artisan Ales out of Bridgman, Michigan. They're popping pastels. It's a sour wheat ale with peach, apricot, milk sugar, and vanilla. It's in a 5%er, and this is very tasty. It's very smooth, and I can't wait to grade it at the end of the episode. Sounds good. What about you, Ryan? I like that can. Yeah, me too. There's th- this is why I wanted to drink this one. It's because <clears throat> it's got an RV on the on the. That's one of my life goals to have an RV motorhome. This is recreational beverage from Watermark Brewing Company. Uh, I gotta find out where this is, Michigan. Does it say? Yeah, on here? Stevensville, I believe. Stevensville, Michigan. I still need to find out where this is then, because I have no idea where Stevensville <laughs> is. I don't know. We'll, we'll learn that before before we yeah. grade. This is a double dry hopped um, IPA, eight percenter. So, very hazy so far. Really nice. good. A lot of flavor. <clears throat> I'm drinking Blood Orange Mimosa Ghost uh, from Eastern Market Brewing Company, which is in Detroit, Michigan. When I heard, when I saw this can and I saw Blood Orange Mimosa Ghost, I was like, geez, I mean, come on. I cannot pass that up. It, 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 just all the flavors in there were, were awesome. Um, it's six percent, six percent alcohol. It's kind of a wheat, uh, pilsner malts is what they say, and it has some hops that I can't can't pronounce because you we should can try. Never, no, not even gonna Why do that because I'm I have a, a your, reputation to uphold. <laughs> uphold. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna <been> upheld. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna introduce uh, Jarrett's form from Big Lake Brewing. It is Snow Machine uh, IPA. We've done a ton of Big Lake Brewing. Just a few episodes. We did a full episode of, of Big Lake. Beers, uh, that was awesome. That's in Holland, Michigan. Uh, so once he gets here, sits down. And hopefully, he's here before the beer grades. You I, never know. I think I kind of actually heard him up there. I Is don't he know. up there? I I think so. Well, that'll be interesting when he walks in but what i want to do quick, is wait quick update real quick yeah what do we stevensville have? it's just south of benton harbor looked like right yep between benton harbor and michigan city so okay south west awesome. be a fun little destination yeah, spot for a yeah. weekend yeah for sure yeah, good beer so far once, so. once this covid thing is gone we should hit hit more breweries for sure um so what what game do we want to start with we got obviously michigan debacle we could talk with the lions um, debacle Short or S show and Michigan State. Let's. I think Debacle. we should start with the worst. Let's start with Michigan State. You good with that? Let's do it. I thought Michigan State was the worst. Um, Forty nine to seven. Micah, I. We watched a little bit of the the. What is it? Big Ten sixty. That's what we watched. Yep. It was not pretty. Um, Forty nine to seven kind of speaks for itself. Is that what the final score was? Was it forty nine seven? Yeah. Forty nine seven. Holy yep. smokes! To Iowa. Um, tell us a little bit, like some of the stats yep. that stood out to you um, for what we saw. I, yeah. I feel like this is just one of these games that 
there's not a whole lot of good. There's not a lot to break down. Oh, it was 49 well, seven. I feel like, exactly. And I feel like that's going to be the story for Michigan State in this season. They already beat Michigan. That is done. They did their job for the season, I feel like. And, right. and nobody expects them to do much more. And it's just going to be when they do, that's worth, ta- worth talking about. When they don't, what can you talk about? <laughs> that's kind of my, my, my opinion on Michigan State. Um, but we'll, we'll uh, get into some of the numbers here. Sorry, I interrupted yeah, you. Yeah, no, I you're good. Talk. Somebody's the, touching. Uh, touching. Yeah. Come on, right here, Jerry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jarrett <laughs> has arrived. We are live on the Facebook. <laughs> he's, he's here. So uh, Rocky Lombardi <laughs> went 17 for yeah, no, 37, 227 yards, three picks. Uh, the team's third down efficiency, they were 7 for 20. Uh, they went 59 yards rushing, 227 passing, obviously, a total of 286 yards. Uh, Jordan Simmons had nine rushes for 34 yards, and Jalen Naylor, four receptions for 119 yards. So Naylor had a decent game. Yeah, which, I mean, I was really curious to how – I think your mic is on. You just try to okay. talk. Can you talk? Yeah, you good? Yeah. All right, thank you. Wow, he's, he's here and he, <laughs> his voice right, is let's working. Go, baby. I already introduced your beard Sorry, let Mike for, talk. For, for the audience there. Um, but but you, you're he grading started, it. He just you're sat down. It. He's already talking. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, this is you, buddy. No, uh, no. I was that, I was interested. That just kind of rounded up the the top players. Yeah, so. it was just there wasn't a whole lot of good, and that and it's expected that in that right. situation. But I think that the way the way that they they played against Michigan, you wondered if they could continue it, and they didn't. And I get why they just spent a crap ton of energy. On the the biggest high that the, they would ever imagine this whole season by beating Michigan, oh yeah, and and it it was a do I mean let down and I'm okay with it. I even if I was a Spartan fan, I would not give a crap to get smoked by that because of what you did the week before. In my opinion, I'd be curious it, what state fans think. But yeah, I, I mean know. they're 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 riding the high from beating their rival, their their biggest rival, arguably. But then they go in and you know your your hopes are high, and then you get absolutely just washed across the floor and i mean i I guess i mean what's the feeling like hey i kind of expected that but i don't think no one expected that because iowa hasn't been looking good either this year yeah they They haven't been looking like iowa has been throwing away their games though they've played better than their records showed yeah i I would agree i think there's a difference in the type of losses that you know iowa's had compared to some of these other ones in the state of michigan that are going on yeah something that i thought was was interesting going i was i was interested to see if uh, is it Ricky Ricky White? Ricky White, man, the guy yeah. that absolutely destroyed Michigan. How, how would he? How would he bounce can, back from from that? And he got completely shut down. One catch for thirteen yards. What can, in the can world? We, yeah, I mean, well, that against Michigan, and then against Rutgers, their breakout star was Jaden Reed, right? Yeah. So right. he had a massive game, game one. Uh, Ricky White comes out of nowhere and just destroys Michigan, game two, and now nobody really showed up. For, I mean, Jalen Naylor had a, had over a hundred yards receiving, but. You really didn't see that those other contributors. Like you, you'd like to see more than just one player step up. I think it says more about Rocky Lombardi and just the inconsistency with him. Yeah, he, I mean, he was he was really bad. He was well below fifty percent passing, three interceptions. That's really what yeah. we thought he was going into this year. This is what we expected to see out of him. Maybe the Michigan game was a fluke. There's a lot of there's a lot of other factors at play. This shows how kind of bad Michigan. Is, is or played, yeah, and and it also shows that you know maybe the the teams Iowa has played up until this point have also been better than what we're giving giving them credit for. Yeah, Jared, what did you think about Michigan State's uh, game against Iowa? Yeah, I think I think what we see now for this season at least is it's turnovers or bu- like 
It's the turnovers. Game manager. You hate to hear that word, but like Lombardi has to be a game manager. Don't make the stupid play. If you don't, I think they have a shot. The score is, I mean, I think we, was it you that predicted as well? Like I thought State would have a letdown week. I really did. Yeah, huge loss. High was on Michigan. You know, you beat them. But I think at this point, that's all you notice is you limit the turnovers. 49 to 7, I think that score would be much different minus those turnovers like it sounds like that's a blowout regardless of the turnovers but yeah. I, I you look at Iowa stats I mean the quarterback didn't do 167 yards passing he was almost 50 percent completion yeah, percentage not like great not game. great they ran the ball kind of all over state a little bit but like I think if you limit those turnovers you get some punts you get more of a field position battle it's going to be a little bit low scoring but I I mean state's still going to lose that game but it's not as bad but like and I don't even think I was that bad. The Big Ten is so wonky. I don't know if you guys talked about this already. Sorry, I just jumped in. We, but we like, just got into this. We yeah. talked about everything. But like Iowa's we owing to <laughs> Yeah. We talked about everything. We are literally at the end. Yeah. I'm gonna rate this beer You're at great. this point. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know, Iowa they're they're owing to they played Northwestern and uh Purdue. Well, yeah, Purdue. And you're sitting here like, all right, not even great games. I both of them are two and oh. Or three and zero, not one of them. All right, like Northwesterns, yeah. they might be the better teams might, in the yeah, Big Ten, be honestly. And then you look at the other. I mean, so it, Iowa was predicted to be the favorite. I think this is again, it was a letdown game. You know, Lombardi minus those turnovers. I think it's decent game. I think it's going to be closer. But I overall. It kind of is exactly how I thought it was going to go. Yeah, I yeah. do like, want to really point was. one thing out: is Peyton Thorne was the quarterback who came in just at the very end, right? Yeah, yep. So that has nothing to do with injury at this point. There, he was injured, um, and and people were talking about how how he probably should have been pulled due to injury at some point, but they kept him in. Okay. Um, now I I don't know. I, I'm curious of what kind of leash he's going to have going into this this game against Indiana because. Yeah. If he has a couple interceptions, like that's becoming the trend. Then all of a sudden, the Michigan game is the outlier. Yep. And and I think that's really what what you want to learn here as a from from a Michigan State perspective is what team are we? Are we the team that can go out and beat a much more talented Michigan team? I think a less less than than what that what we thought going into that game. But they still are way more talented and should be head and shoulders above you. Like, can they play up to that level week in week out, or are they going to be uh, manhandled by the rest of the Big Ten, I, I'm really curious that, and it starts with a quarterback, and it start and really from across the board, like w- what else do they have in them after that big? Well, game they played their Michigan? cards. They played their cards. We see a little bit of their their, you know, we know their depth chart at this point. Peyton Thorne will be the next guy in. Oh yeah, so yep, that's so a good something point. so something goes if something happens or they're playing so badly week after week, he's going to be the guy that you see in there next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. The biggest surprise for me is how they were completely manhandled on the offensive line, defensive line, mm-hmm. and that was the complete opposite of what we saw against Michigan. They yeah. they were so physical against Michigan. That also shows how young college players and athletes can can step it up right. when they've got the the energy going, you know, because it's a rivalry week. Yeah. So it, it, the saying in, in football is every given Sunday, but really it's like 
with the co- when you're bringing in young college students, it's really every any given Saturday because you never know what what they went through that full week of classes, right? And what kind of parties they were hitting and, and all that good stuff. Unless it's to, Michigan, right. Ohio State, and then we know. Yeah, then we week. know. Yeah, we know no, it's seventy is, seventy point <laughs> game. Um, walking in, uh, but uh, let's, let's touch a little, a couple more things on on that. Was I, I did see that they had a, the punt return for a touchdown, and also I think it was a pick six at one point. Or was it a, maybe a fumble recovery? I think it was a. It was a. It wasn't uh, a fumble. Yeah, it was an in, intercept. It was a pick yeah. six that they had, which added to the the final score, but not really the stats and everything that else. And a punt return. Right? Yeah, yep, and everything else that goes into it. But I do want to talk a little bit about the game uh, against Indiana. I I don't see Uh-oh. any hope personally, and I'm not just saying that as a Michigan fan. It's like, well, we lost to him, so State's going to get smoked. That's not where I'm coming from. It is basically saying Indiana is a pretty damn good team, and I think they're proving that by. The way they played against Penn State, I think, is is questionable. But at the same time, they got the job done. They put up points. In in the way that the uh, quarterback and sorry, his name uh, escapes me right now because I heard it so many times. I kind of wanted to block Indiana's quarterback, Michael Penix. Yeah, Penix. and then the the uh, the wide receiver that killed us too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, fa- fa- Fargoyle. Failure. Yeah, Fargoyle or something. Like that. Yeah. Fargoyle, <laughs> right? <laughs> like that. That. I think that yeah, was the title. Okay, okay, good. Whatever. <laughs> Write it down, Those guys. guys, I feel like, can go out there and dominate a game. Uh, I don't see Michigan Definitely State. I don't. I, look, Michigan State's <laughs> not going to to win this game. And I, <laughs> right, hundred percent, right, Ryan. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Michigan State's not going to win that. So well, now there's a chance. Not, no, I, how did we not bring that up last week? I was I mean, hoping people yeah. forgot. We okay. were pretty. Uh, we were wrong. We were very wrong. Well, we admitted to that. But but anyways, I mean. I just, I'm I think the biggest question going into this game is how long will Rocky Lombardi's leash be? Um, if he has a couple bad drives to start the game, you're down 14. Do you pull the plug, Jared? I'm curious to see where you think about Michigan State's quarterback and how quick do you pull the pull the trigger, or do you just say, "Hey, this is your team. This is going to be your team next year as well. We're going to trust you no matter what." I guess I could see it going either way, but I'm. Yeah, this is more of a Spartan fan, and I'm going to be different. I love this matchup for State. I really do. I uh, I honestly don't think I think Indiana's good, but I when I look at their schedule, they beat Penn State. Everybody went nuts. Like Indiana had a lot of hype going into the season, saying, "All right, like this is the team that they could." Penn State's not good. They're not good this year. No, they have not been good. No. So and you notice that the next game they won by sixteen against bad. Rutgers. Rutgers is bad. Yeah, bad. Uh, Michigan. I think any quarterbacks looking like they're going to torch Michigan if they just play it smart and just throw deep balls the whole game, right? I don't know. I think Indiana's good. I honestly still think State is good. If State can play another game like Michigan, where they limit the turnovers, no turnovers, just have a solid, decent game. I think this is going to be close. The spread is only like six or seven. I mean, yeah, like, I think it's eight. The experts kind of see like even eight like that. <laughs> a a three and zero Indiana that's beaten like S- similar numbers like Trask and Patterson had. But <laughs> oh, let's not. Here, you want to get into that? Let's can we make that a conversation? No, let's not do that. Let's talk about Kyle Trask. Shut up, Micah. Shut up, Micah. Micah, you are done. But anyways, I I'm not saying Michigan State's going to win, but I don't think this is a game where you're going to say pull Rocky Lombardi. I think Lombardi does have a bounce back game where it's not going to be like a four touchdowns, 350. It's not going to be like Michigan where you're like, oh my gosh, like this is what we're waiting for. No, limit the turnovers. I think State can win this one. I really do think they can win this one. Fry, I don't, Fry Fogle. But Fry Fogle. Fry, yeah. 
that was the wide receiver. That, I was yeah, actually way closer than you yeah, guys give me credit was... for. <laughs> Wait, I need to go back and listen though, because you might be wrong. I was like gargoyle, just <laughs> yeah. You said gargoyle, like gargoyle. But I think, Fry but Fogel. if if Lombardi does struggle off the bat and it's getting rough, if he throws like two picks in the first half, I think you are getting to that point. That's good. That's good for the air. Yeah. He's wrapping it up. Oh, you're wrapping it up. Oh, on, sorry. That's a wrap-up noise. We're, we're done with the state. Okay, sorry. But I do think that you might want to make the move at half. It's time. But I I don't see this as the you game. You don't see it as that game that, that, that happens? I think state can pull this off. All right. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> uh, Michigan. <laughs> Michigan's loss to Indiana, uh, 38-21. to uh, Just a couple stats here that I want to throw out. I don't have the... Um, breakdown to read that I usually stumble through uh, today, so I'll just stumble through some numbers instead. Uh, Joe Millen went 18 of 34 for 344 yards and three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Ronnie Ball led the way with 149 Bell. yards on six catch. What did I say, Ball? Yeah. Uh, Bell. This is just this is this is the way it That's goes like for Wisconsin me. Wisconsin running back. Um, yeah, ball. you're right. Yeah. It was yeah. uh, 149 on six catches, and then Haskins was our leading rusher for 19 <laughs> yards on six carries. Uh, I mean, that's Ooh. your leading rusher. That is that kind of tells a massive Yikes. story of of the football game. Now, I, the way I want to really start this conversation is, um, and I, I do want to keep this as brief as we can. Well, uh, I want to start with Joe Millen. I I personally was disappointed with what I saw from him. Uh, I, I think he had negative 19 rushing yards, which I think is very uh, eye-opening as well. Uh, to Not necessarily his game, but just the game in front of, or like the, the line. Um, but I don't, I, I'm going to preach again about how he doesn't have touch and he doesn't have feel for the football game. That And I know he's young. He can learn that, and that's what he's doing in this year. But I'm very, dis, I'm very nervous about the way that that's being... But by the way, he's playing. I I think what we saw against Minnesota was was exciting because he was the leader. He was making things happen in multiple ways. He has not been that in the two games that they've fallen behind, um, and things weren't going right. Great. The s- two times that he has seen adversity, he hasn't gone through it, fought through it. And I look at him as a guy that. I thought he was going to be different. I thought he was going to be that guy that fights through it, makes the extra throw, makes the easy play, but he doesn't seem to be doing that at all. And I'm very concerned about that, and I think it starts with touch. It starts with bad bad decision-making, too, bad interception. What? what all right, what, what's going on? <laughs> I, Is it I a comment? Or no, you no, no. I, I can't <laughs> wait to hear what he's got to say. Yeah, what do you got to say? About Joe Milton. All right, what, his, do, we, what his, do you think this about game? Why am I next? I don't know. Because I, I want to hear. I want to hear what you got to say. I do you want I want to <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want me to go, I'm going to go right now. Yeah, go right. ahead. Yeah, I, go for it. I, I got... disagree with what Sam's saying about Joe Mellon. I, I see what he's seeing. The numbers don't look good, but I, the – See, the, I guess that's where I would say it's different. I think the numbers look decent, but it, the eye test doesn't, in my opinion. See, okay, then, then I'm like the reverse guy. Because I, I I don't think the numbers look good, and I actually think the eye test looks better than what it is. Yeah. I. He he missed. I he had probably four, maybe five truly bad throws. I I I think he played a lot better than what people are giving him credit for. He, I mean, he's getting blasted from all angles on social media. I mean, fans from all over right. are killing him. There were a lot of drop balls and a lot of missed catches that his wideouts could have helped him with, and yeah. he, he 
it just made him look bad. And I, I guess that's where I, I would say it's the feel of the game is he doesn't make it easy for them because he's throwing 100 miles an hour no matter what. He needs to get touched. He needs to understand when to make that easy throw instead of trying to throw it downfield with all of his might. And that's where I'm, I, I feel like it's a feel. I feel like he's rushing more than he needs to. I think uh, I think I disagree with yeah. both of you, kind of. So he's perfect. Like what is he? This. What is it? Yeah. What do we got? I like this. I look. I I think what Joe Milton did does well is what he did in Week One, running the ball. I think this is so much more on the coaches than on Joe Milton right now. What's going on in, in with Michigan football? Because two weeks in a row, we've abandoned the run. We have put Joe Milton in a position to be a Heisman. Trophy candidate quarterback, and and he's and, far from that. And he's far from that. What I'm saying is, he, he's not. He's not like a Joe Burrow. He's not going to take over the game by throwing it 50, 60 times a game. We tried that against Michigan State and lost. Yeah. Right. So Michigan, Minnesota. What was the difference between Minnesota and th- these games? Run the running game started. The running game created the passing game. Yeah. So how have we abandoned running the football? Well, we haven't th- been these, able to this early in games. Oh no, no we. They have been abandoning it very, very early. What we keep getting ourselves into are, are these third down and long plays. And you yeah. could argue that that's the running game. I would disagree. I think there's more creativity to an offense to get to rush the ball that can open the passing game. So I, I agree with you. I don't think he's showing the touch that he needs to show. I don't think he has the feel for throwing over linebackers and in front of safeties. That's a big thing for quarterbacks. Yeah. He's not showing that touch. He throws a line drive and hands are all over the football. All right. I, d- I also disagree with you. I don't think he's looking good right now. I don't think he's – but I don't think we can expect him to look good. I don't think – he's almost revealed himself. I, I Part of me wants to just move on from him already because he was a great unknown going into this year. He was like the, the, the person we haven't seen on the field but we've heard about in practice, and it's like this, you know, I, I, it, the great unknown. And we just thought that the hype might be real with this guy. Because he earned a spot over a McCaffrey, somebody with the name McCaffrey. And that yeah. was a big deal to me, yep. that he beat out somebody who was in line for this job. Yeah. And so going into the season, I wanted to see this guy, and everybody talked about his arm. But what we've seen so far is he's around a 50% passer, or just a little bit over. And that's not good enough to win in the Big Ten. Yeah. We're talking college football, where people are 75% completion rates yeah. a lot of times. And he's far from that. So why isn't our offense reflecting a 75% Completion rate, getting bumping that up into the 60s at least. Yeah. And then also, why why are we not using – after week one, we were talking about the four-headed monster. We had four running backs that were very talented. Every time Blake Corum gets the ball, I, I feel really good. If But don't give up after three times. Yeah. No, I, I agree completely. And, and Mike, I, I do agree with you that I think the, the wide receivers are not helping the situation at all. They've let him down several times. Um, but those aren't the, those aren't the throws that I'm, I'm frustrated with either. Like – I don't look at it, well, if he had 20 completions to 34 because of two drop passes, that doesn't change my, my perspective of him because it is the the go-out-and-make-a-play type thing. And and I know people cringe at the Heisman, type, Heisman Trophy thing. I, I'm not saying he's that. I never did say that he was ever going to be that right now. Right. But, like, someone that can go out and take over a game, and that's what I'm not seeing, and that's concerning. And could it be play calling? Possibly. I, I – I look back at the play calling and I was okay with it. Um, I, I think they can make it a little bit easier on them, and I agree with the running game. Stick to the running game. Don't fall out of it because whatever the score is, and, and they are they are going away from that a little too quick. But, but it, it's not necessarily like the running game, but it's 
which running back you're going to go to. I and I, I think yeah, that's going to be that's going to be one. my thing here with the Lions as well is stop trying to be something. Try stop trying to be the three headed monster. Stop trying to be a two headed monster. Take give your best player the chance to take over a game. It's not the three yard runs over and over again that what makes a good running back. It is the three yard run, the two yard run, five times in a row at some point, and then you break for that one. Because mm-hmm. that is what that's exactly what it, it's all about rhythm. Right. Michigan cannot get in a rhythm because you're switching out running backs left and right. You're sw- switching out personnel left and right, and that's driving me insane. I want to see, and I'm going to use the same thing with the Lions, but I want to see our uh, Dobbins. I want to see our Jonathan Taylor. I want to see our guy in there that everyone knows this is our running back, and they need to shut him down no matter what. That right. is the goal going into a game. If you don't have that, then they're not worried about it. Because right. you're gonna take you're gonna take your best running back out of the game because of splitting carries just just for the heck of it. Right. That is not the way you win in football. Period. It rarely works in football to have multiple running backs. So, in my opinion, you need to have it, but you need to have that workhorse. And we'll get into freaking Dalton well, Cook and all well, that. That's why that's why this whole thing is so. That's why this whole thing is frustrating because it's it's on the coaches because they're they have the personnel they have. They've practiced all summer. They were the one of the few Big Ten teams that practiced all summer long. So they should know their team. They should know the personnel. And it doesn't feel like they're using the strength of their team for this offense. Because when they should be running the ball, they're passing it 50 times with Joe Milton. If, if You should know if Joe Milton is capable of leading a team with 50 pass attempts. Yeah. If he's not, number one, why is he, why is he your starting quarterback? And number two, if you know that and he's your starting quarterback because of all the other factors that you think he has – then don't design your play calls around that. So yep. I think it's a failure in a lot of ends, and, I, and one is really frustrating that Joe Milton isn't as good as the hype was, which I'm surprised that happens all the time. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if his if he's not as good as the hype is yet. I'm not going to say that. Um, I think media can say that Michigan fans are overhyping him. I honestly don't hear it other than people saying this is what everybody's saying about Mich- Michigan. You know what I mean? Oops. I don't hear Michigan saying, "Oh, this is the next, this is the next." Uh, What's the guy in Ohio State? Was Justin Fields? Justin this Fields. is the next uh, Kyler Murray. Nobody says that. No. Other than like media says that somebody said it, and <laughs> I, that's what drives Ryan, me nuts. Ryan was pretty hyped. Ryan was pretty hyped about Milton. about Joe Milton. Look, I think the we reason can be. again. No, no, hold on. What have we seen from Harbaugh from his from his tenure at Michigan? He has always gone with the most senior quarterback who's ready for the next step uh, for yeah. the job over over people that were more talented than them. And I've hated it every step of the way. This is the first year that D- Dylan True. McCaffrey was at the job, you know, had the job going into the season. You're rap- trying to wrap me up. I'm trying to make no, a point No, I'm just here. trying. I didn't I was, get to talk no, yet. He, was, he's a junior, right? He was a junior <laughs> going into it. He had yeah. two years to lead this team. We saw Joe Milton beat him out for the job. That's what made me hyped about this. All right, real quick, Jared, you got a couple Are minutes. Are we just talking I mean, offense or the whole game? The whole the whole game. I, uh, yeah. Real I, quick. Yeah, I'm going to be about, quick. Yeah. Going into the season, this is outsider perspective. I came in, you know, the hype around Michigan, it is. At media kind of hypes them up every year. My concern was lack of wide receiver like depth, be, like sen- seniority. It's a lot of young people. Yeah, it is. Line, I think, was young, right? Yep, line is very young. New young quarterback, and new quarterback, and n- secondary, very young. Those were my those were my four. Where are they getting torched right now? All of those are the, all of them. Yeah. yeah, I think in a, in maybe next year, maybe in a couple of years, I think. You're going to be in a good spot. We're going to say, "All right, now we got these guys that are juniors, seniors," and I think they're going to build into it. 
they're just so young. These were all at least concerns that I see from like they were unknown. Some of them yeah. should be good, some should be bad. They're they're all not looking great right now. I think it's just kind of an all around thing for Michigan. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think and the defense is is extremely disappointing as well. But sorry, I didn't the deep you. and. One thing with the defense, I think every team that you're going to face now is going to throw the ball 50 times a game. Yeah. And that is your the secondary. I was just looking at Indiana. First game, they, they threw the ball like 25, 26 times. Second game, they threw the ball like 34, 35 times. Michigan, they were up against Michigan pretty good the entire game. They threw 50 times. It's embarrassing. Which means <laughs> they weren't going the conservative route of let's run the ball now. They knew – their conservative route is to throw against these corners. And I'm not sure we had any sacks either. That is what I was in the last two games. 50 dropbacks and no sacks. That is exactly what I was going to say. Zero in the last two games. We're talking about a a supposedly elite group of defensive linemen. They're not getting to the quarterback. That was supposed to be their strong suit. That was supposed to be their strong suit. defensive line is they're there. And and it's almost like watching the Lions. We'll get into that too. But it it honestly is looking looking like the Lions defensive line where they're slow. It's just a whole lot of closeness. You get close to the quarterback. You can breathe on them, but you can't touch them. It's the same every time. They move. (laughs) They put their hand in. They get a little bit closer. But but there's time. The quarterback isn't uncomfortable. He stays in the pocket. And when he's throwing the ball, that's when the defenders are starting to close. You're not seeing the moves. You're not seeing the separation. You're not seeing the explosive burst, and I, we we talked about Quiddy Pay. We talked about Aiden Hutchinson. They're not the quickest athletes in the world. We're seeing that right now. So maybe the the offensive linemen are making it force them to the outside every time. I don't know what's going on, but they're not getting to the quarterback. Yeah, I, I was going to bring up Harbaugh, but I feel like we have plenty of season to bring him up and and wh- how we feel about. How him. do we not bring him up? Can I, we please? Bring I, th- <laughs> I think we can bring him up again next week when they lose to Wisconsin. So uh, let's not worry Never about know. that right now. I, I do want to talk a little bit about the matchup against Wisconsin. Um, I, I'm very concerned about uh, Graham Mertz. He's, he's the highest uh, recruit. Uh, court, recruited quarterback in, in Wisconsin history. Everybody's loving this guy. Uh, what he did, it was only one week. They've only played one game, so you don't know a whole lot. He went 20 of 21 for 248 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, it was against a terrible, was it Illinois? Illinois. Um, so get excited about it if you want. I don't I don't care, but you have a quarterback that just did that. He, what is he going to do to Michigan? I'm, I'm absolutely terrified of that. And then uh, the way that we're getting smoked in the trenches against teams like Minis, uh, uh, Michigan State and Indiana – uh, I <laughs> tell me Wisconsin can't do that any like just as good if not better than yeah. than those two schools. I'm extremely terrified for this game, um, but there's a lot of unknown as well. Is there anything that stands out that you think is is the key, and then we can kind of move on to Lions? Uh, nothing besides Graham Mertz. I mean, is the Big Ten going to let him play? I, I believe the, he will. The, the question. I, I believe he's going to play personally. Uh, when the when the spread swapped from Michigan was a three point favorite to now they're a four point dog, that told me he was going to play. But mm, okay. they haven't announced it yet either. Yeah. So, but somebody knows something that we don't. Is right. the way I look right. at it. Yeah, I'm worried about I'm worried about the athleticism of the just the physical nature that the Wisconsin Badgers always come with. Yeah, and I think that's what we've seen. You know, Michigan State got hyped, and what do we see? Really physical play. Yeah, Indiana, what they do? They picked us apart on offense and everything, but they were also physical on defense. The, These guys need to grow up very, very fast. Yeah, the the going into big this game. thing I think we're going to have a lack of is physicality in the trenches on both sides. Mm-hmm. We we are going to get our butts whooped in the trenches. Yeah. It happens almost every year versus Wisconsin. Yep. Somehow they've got 
their lines ready to go and they are ready to play every yeah. single and, and right, time. And right now, we don't have anybody on either side of the ball that's like, I'm going to stop the bleeding. I am going to make the play on defense. I am yeah. going to make the play on offense to flip right. this game and and take control of it. We do not have anybody that I trust to do that. It should be your quarterback, and we're not getting to the court the, their quarterback to make that play. And our corners are ma- just making penalties. Like, I mean, yeah. the, so yep. the second that that the ball's in the 20, 20 yards downfield, there's a flag right behind it. So Vincent Gray has been maybe the biggest di- disappointment of the season so far. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, huge. Yeah. He looks. He's beat. He is all l- the time lost. Yeah, he is lost. Um, so I I don't really want to get too much into that game. It's it's it is what it is. It, it go out there and show up is basically all you can hope for. Um, yep. I I don't have hope going into it, but night game. By the time seven thirty starts on, I'll be I'll be expecting a victory. So that's just <laughs> the way I am. But I just I just Jared put quick? twenty bucks on Wisconsin minus four and a half. <laughs> right, Why is it let's four and a half? How, that blows my mind. Let's talk about how Michigan's going to win this. But yeah, I'll, let me, I hope so. Let me look in depth with it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just put twenty bucks. I probably just lost it. Lions. Anyways, <laughs> we'll see where that line goes to. Uh, yeah, so let's <laughs> talk about the awesome Lions. They lost to Minnesota Vikings thirty-four to twenty behind a big day uh, from somebody named Dalvin Cook. I don't know if you ever heard of him. I don't think uh, we ever have. He had a 9.4 yards per carry average. He had 206 rushing yards on 22 rushes and an additional 46 yards uh, through the air. Two catches on two catches. Uh, I mean, that's just unbelievable. Kirk Cousins took advantage of that uh, with the Lions focusing more on Delvin Cook, even though it doesn't look like they did. Um, he went 13 of 20 for 220 yards and three passing touchdowns. Stafford went 23 of 32 for 211 yards, uh, a passing touchdown, two interceptions before leaving the game with a head injury. I mean, Amendola led the way with 77 receiving yards. I, I just I don't know where to go. I have no idea. You don't have the – obviously without Galladay, that hurts a ton, but that is far from the issue in this football game. You have one job. Stop Delvin Cook or limit Delvin Cook. You you could have kept him at 120 yards, and it would it would feel good. It would have felt great. Who? Yeah. I don't know where to go from here. Well, I, I, don't I, I really don't. It was it was abysmal. It was it was so frustrating because every time you got something going, they just hand the ball to Delvin Cook and they just blood the clock. Oh. They got more yards. Got another touchdown. Yeah. It was just it. It was so frustrating. And then in the it, passing I, game, it's like, who? What are you going to do? Are you gonna Are you gonna go man to man so you can put two guys on Dalvin Cook <laughs> right? out of the backfield, or and they well, get beat by the wide receivers, or yeah. or are you going to play a zone where Dalvin Cook can dump it to him and, and go nuts? Yeah. So whose job is that? Is that all? On the, is that mainly the linebackers? Obviously, it's the front needs to be able to clog clog these holes better but these these linebackers need to be tackling we don't have anybody that can make a tackle on we, i saw i saw in a lot of those big plays i saw a lot of missed tackles from the linemen okay so he was bouncing off of the linemen but the but the linebackers weren't there to fill the gaps so this might have been Callen's worst game as a lion he got beat by by cook over and over and over but he's not the athlete of a linebacker that is really comparable and we we were one-on-one with him a lot with Collins running after, chasing after him. I mean, the big passing play to 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 Cook. Yeah, Collins is just running after him, and it's like, okay, pretty soon <laughs> it's ten yards behind. Yeah. If you looked, if you looked at that play, all of the other wide receivers perfectly covered. Like that was his one last resort, and it, and it took a little while for the play to develop, but he was the safety net. He went to the 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 matchup that he knew that he had a victory. Yeah. And so Cook just ran past him. Yeah, Jarrett, what do you think about the game? 
as I mean, a as a Vikings I mean, fan, obviously. <laughs> yeah. No. So at the beginning, I'm on this Vikings hype train. I'm I'm ready for the playoffs at this point. <laughs> no, uh, but for real, I they're better than their record. They, they are. They much really than their are. And I especially once Cook came back. Cook came back. We're we're hot again. But last week we talked about just stop Dalvin Cook, and I it, it is easier than said than done because yeah. I do think our line, the way it's set up. We're, I don't think we're a great like passing, pass blocking no, offensive line. Yeah. We're set up to run You're and athletic. we are set up to just yeah. ground and pound. And it, it worked. Dalvin is an an absolute animal. And yeah. I'm not just saying that he is I he's think so good. maybe the best running back in yeah. the league. I don't know. Athletically, even know. Like, you watch him run and you're like he's whoa. ridiculous. And, yeah, that, and that's it's passing different. game too. Worth I mean, he had whatever, two catches for sixty something yards. Like he was our entire offense. And so that was the key. I honestly do think so. I again, you're not getting to the quarterback very often. I, you know, Lions. I think ran the ball decent, nothing crazy, but yeah. I so forget. I will like, talk a little bit about that. Okay. Uh, so DeAndre Swift, uh, 64 yards on 13 rushes, uh, most rushes and yards. Um, Adrian Peterson, 29 yards on eight carries. Carry on Johnson, 29 yards on four carries. So that's pretty much all you had on the ground, and, and it's not bad. It felt like a lot worse, but I think the worst stat there is why is DeAndre Swift only getting 13 carries when he's almost averaging five yards per carry? That's 4.9 yards per carry. I'm not saying he's Delvin Cook. I'm not saying he's ever going to be Delvin Cook. But what you have there is a guy waiting to explode, waiting to get 20, 25 touches in a football game and really make his mark. I'm getting so frustrated with Michigan and Detroit of trying to just – Get the ball to multiple guys out of the backfield. No, I want DeAndre Swift in the game every freaking play. I don't care that he's a rookie. I don't care that you're trying to salvage and keep tread on the tires, blah, blah, blah. Keep him no, healthy for use him now. more losses. Use him. Yeah. I want to know if we do have a true number one running back. So we don't think about drafting another one in the second round like we did when we don't know if Kerryon Johnson is ever going to be a number one. Yeah. And look – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to Adrian Peterson. I didn't like it. I liked it. I hate it now. I hate that he's getting these touches. If he was promised this, then that's a massive problem. Get rid of him. I'm sick of it, and it's nothing against him. It's just his aura, and they feel like they need to include him. That's what I want to get rid of. I want to get rid of that worry of, is Adrian Peterson going to be happy by only getting five touches or three touches he has a place in this league he has a place on this roster but you're not using him in that place you're so worried about his feelings that you're not trusting the guy that you draft in the second round to be your number one I want to know if this like Edwards Hilaire is getting so many touches with Kansas City why why is that because well, their offense even, is unbelievable well their well, offense is yeah their offense Bell, is unbelievable dude. but our offense I don't want to say could be that, but at the same time, yeah, do we Bell's know? A lot, right? Do we know yeah. if if DeAndre Swift, if he touches the ball twenty five times, what is he going to do? There's no reason why he can't touch the ball twenty five times. Uh, I completely agree with that. And I'm getting so frustrated by what is it? Thirteen carries, three catches, sixteen times. Why is he not touching the ball twenty five times? And this this might be the most he's had this yeah. season. I think it is. I think it is. I, this game was was. I got out of hand very quickly at halftime. Yeah, and and, and I, we missed we missed another field goal. Which what's going on there? What's yeah, going on with Prater right now? I don't I don't know. Really we missed up. a field goal. 
Okay, we were down three points going into the half, and with 40 seconds left without any timeouts, they drove right down the field. It was like the easiest drive I've ever watched in my entire life. It was like four plays, and was was that Cook who just walked into the end zone there at the end? I'm sure or was it was. Yeah. Abdullah, I don't remember. If, oh, well, Abdullah. Hey, how about Abdullah. Abdullah getting a little? Good for him, man. Stu's <laughs> payback. For, for the record, half of the, half of this anger is because of Stu because his team beat. His team beat mine in men's league, so <laughs> oh, it's half of his well fault. Done, Not half his fault, a quarter of his. No, but fault. look, we were but. we were down thirteen to ten going into half with forty seconds left, with no timeouts going into the half, and they they just I think it was four plays. Yeah, four yeah. plays. They go in and score a touchdown, and then the very first drive coming out of halftime, they scored another touchdown. And guess what? Now you're down ya. twenty-seven to ten, and it felt like it was just too much. Yep. At that point, twenty-seven to ten, you have to change everything, change yeah. the whole game plan. It, whatever you had going in the first half, throw it out the window because now you have to score the crazy a touchdown part and score is, fast. The crazy part is, is there were times that it was like, okay, if we can get in the end zone here, it's it's a one possession game. And then Stafford throws a pick. Yeah, the pick. so I think the Stafford. I think not, Stafford, Stafford deserves did not have a good game. No, he didn't. I mean, Never he looked really good. He just had a couple really bad throws. I thought. I'm. I'm. What I'm sick of though. I'm sick of this offense with the whole dink and dunk like West Coast offense style. Like when is when has that been Stafford's strength? Yeah, it's not. Is it like going back to what we were talking about Michigan and the strength of Milton and everything? That might be his strength, but Stafford, he's a gunslinger. Throw it down the field. Yeah. Let him show off his accuracy. Throw it. A million miles an hour, 15 yards on the field, like he does every single time we get into a two-minute drill. Yeah. We don't have to go the hurry up every time, but be creative. Let him be who he is. Design this offense around Stafford. Yeah. Not around a not around a principle or like a a strategy from from the offensive coordinator. I'm sick of that. Every time we get a new offensive coordinator, they think we're going to short. We basically end up throwing it shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. <laughs> right. But if if that's the case, why your your wide receivers? We talk about like, it's not like you have speed guys. You have tall guys that can well, contest catch like Stafford's throwing in tight windows but you have wide receivers that that's not their game that ain't you ain't throwing little five yard passes give me 10 15 yards down the field and I will give you a ball that you can possibly catch yeah. that's their style that's yes. how they're good yes I feel like Galladay Marvin Jones they, they have length you can yeah, run a 15-yard route and turn and around. Like, yeah. that's what they're good at, those contested catches. But then that also opens up those, you know, Hawkinson and maybe yeah. even DeAndre Swift, if they ever start right. throwing the ball to him on a regular basis, yeah. throw those underneath routes. But you have to clear out before you do that. Yeah, I'm so sick of these out routes on third and two where we don't get a first down. We get a completion. Stafford yeah. did everything he needed to do. But we run a yard and a half. Like, it's almost like I'm, we want third and one. Amendola, how many times <laughs> with Amendola this year have we seen third and two, third and three, little out route, get tackled, and oh, fourth and one? What are we going to yeah. do? We will always be conservative and punt that. Yeah, I'm so tough. sick of seeing that. Yeah, I'm I'm really sick of of the way this is, and and it's, it's not just the coaching, and it's not just like it's just the frustration as a Lions fan. It's just another, it's it all. It's everything. It really is everything. Um. If they win, you're. You, I, don't know. I I think I don't this know. shows this shows how average number one that the Lions really are. Like we, I don't know their offensive line, super average. Okay, it also shows how little depth we have. We we lose Tracy Walker in as a safety, and now we have no matchup for Delvin Cook. Really, we were one player away from yeah. not having any matchup at all. No your corners. Answers. You talk about your corners. You lose True Font or something. Guess what? They're going to pick on you so bad exactly. with whoever's out. Look, like, our our corners actually played a, a pretty good game. I thought they game. played pretty well. They yeah. did. They, they they did a good job. And, and That was Awarie's worst game this year, I would say. He also didn't start. 
I didn't know that. So he was coming in, and they actually started Coleman, Trufant, and Okuda. And Okuda actually played pretty well. He gave up two probably two big plays. Yeah. But Awarie also got beat, and but he was he was coming in here and there. So I don't know. Maybe a little different strategy. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so, I mean, basically where we're at heading into this game is, is a must win, obviously, um, unless you're in one of those just tank tank modes. I'm personally not there. What? You got more? I just want to say today was good news for us people that are three and five right now because they did you see Goodell? Came did they out? did they did they announce it? I missed well, it. If there's enough COVID games, it's yeah, correct. Eight so like teams. if one game gets canceled, if I don't know, I don't know how many exactly it is, but if there there will be eight teams in the playoff in both sides, if there's enough COVID games where they have to shorten the season, correct. Like, 16 games. Yep. Us three and fives are only one game back, baby, from eight spots. Wait, so can we you explain are like, that to me like I'm five? Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So there's 16 games in a season. Explain it to okay, them. Like a, it. So like, say like, uh, like say like the Vikings-Lions got canceled and we couldn't make it up. Yep. And then say next week the Vikings still have COVID. They're breathing COVID like Puff the COVID Dragon. Right, let me catch up. Oh, got it. Yep. We're, <laughs> and then the COVID Dragon. And then, dragon and then we lost fine. another game. But say the NFL is like – because COVID's cut picking up now at this point. There's, what, four games that are in limbo this week for yeah. the NFL. Like, yeah. So they're saying if there's enough suspended beings. games, they're going to say, no, we're not doing a 16-game season. We're doing 14-game season, but within like a 16-game stretch almost. I'll, I'll name so the they're games gonna say, like see the They're going to say we're not going to screw over some of these teams <laughs> that were maybe going to make the playoffs. But like since it's a shortened season, we're just going to throw them in the playoffs because – they could be good. All right. All I think right. I think so what, it gives us a better shot. Yeah, definitely. Let's cancel yeah. uh the Buccaneers game, the Titans game, yeah, give and me the, the other good Packers games. game. Yeah. Are those those are later <laughs> in the year though, right? Yeah, let's cancel those three I now. Think, I think that's after flu can. season, oh, so we should be okay. Man. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Well, uh, Stu anyway. Stu says blow the whole thing up, man. <laughs> blow the whole thing up. Okay, I'm I'm mostly game with that, but it it's not coaching. See, that's when people start going to the coaches with the Lions, I will argue all day because I don't this is not a coaching problem. It never has been. How many coaches I have agree. we gone through? This Can, is this is higher than that. Yes, when, I agree. All right. This is my one question because I I really don't know. And I know like all right, I know Patricia's a defensive mind. When have you had an offensive minded coach? Caldwell was, wasn't he? Caldwell was supposed to be offense. Your last successful coach. You know what? If you yep. look at if you look Give at an offensive-minded coach, because I think Stafford does have the talent. I think you have talent at wide receiver. That's the nicest thing you've ever said. I do. I you don't think what? he's the, what, a 2000, top five. 2016. Player. 2016. <laughs> Stafford had eight comeback victories in 2016. Right, their last playoff was appearance? that Caldwell. Right, that was yeah. with Caldwell. Yes. If you compare those team stats to these current t- team stats, they're almost identical they're exactly the same what i'm what that means to me is that this is such an average nfl team that is not very good we're not deep you lose one player it's a big deal and it's it's really no different that year we came back and those were miracle victories yeah. over and over and over it, we're not getting those same victories now so that that's the difference of a nine and seven team versus a six and Ten team. To yeah, me. I think you need an offensive minded coach. I, I, I don't. Really do. I disagree. I I think 100%. if if you have a a good offensive coordinator in there and a good quarterback, they can figure that out. I don't think I don't think Patricia is the problem at all. I really don't. I think it's personnel. I don't think we're deep enough. I think we've made some really bad draft picks. We've trusted in players that we flat out shouldn't have, and that's cost them. It's cost them deeply. And and you have a mix of just. It's a lot of misfits. To be in clear, my, in a lot to of be ways. clear, I don't think this is 
I don't think that the coaching is not the problem. Like I, I honestly think our offensive coordinator right now, Bevel, he is. N- there's no creativity, and I'm I'm sick of seeing that. We just went through that. We need to get DeAndre Swift more involved, change the route scheme, all that stuff. We don't throw our wide receivers open at all. Mm. They they don't get open on their own either. So, but do you le- think an offensive-minded coach would see that? Uh, they could. Yeah, I don't think for Patricia sure. sees that. And but I, I but, see that's where I disagree. I think Patricia just because he he did work in the offensive side of the ball before he was a defensive coordinator at, in the in the Patriots. As he, what he came up line? he came up as an offensive uh, line. mind. I don't know. If, I don't think it was offensive line. It was. I don't remember what it was. But it might have been. You might be right. But he started on the offensive just side of the ball. Like it. And that's what people don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, and that's what people like don't it. understand is he's a football coach. I'm sorry. Like, he's not coming in to f- be only a defense. I hate the offensive mind, defensive mind head coaches. They're head coaches. What is what is I, Belichick? Is he offensive mind or defensive mind coach? What did he come in as? I mean, he's a defensive guy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not team. working out but for him But they had one of the right? best I mean, offenses <laughs> ever. Well, a couple of the years they didn't. They had a great defense. Okay. I think you got – well, so, you have one of the best offense coordinators in the game. Okay. Bevel? McDaniels. Or McDaniels. Oh, Daniels. Oh, you're talking – yeah, McDaniels. Yeah, McDaniels, right? It doesn't matter. Josh McDaniels. Yeah, he's been a head coach prospect every single year, and he never does it. But, yes, I agree that you need yeah, good yeah. – you need good – you need good offensive coordinator, <laughs> defensive coordinator, but at the same time, I think the Lions do need to switch it up. You can't sit here and tell me the only time they went to the playoffs within the past fifteen years is the one time you had an offensive court like offensive. No, they, they went. They the went. The Vikings. I will say. No, they I'll went to. They went I to the playoffs. Him. They went to the playoffs with the defense mind coach too. Uh, what was his name? Wayne Schwartz. Fonts? No, Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz. <laughs> yeah, twice oh, right. They went Schwartz, there twice. He was with him. not great. Schwartz. He was not great. He's at a. All. He had. He was one of the. Biggest names uh, for the Philly a couple years Schwartz ago. Schwartz, as a defensive coordinator, look how well he's tearing it up. He was not the offensive coach. He was not the coach that everybody expected. He's a great coordinator. People were talking about him as being like one of the biggest names to be a head coach again here. They soon. were, but I think we're in a different day and age. I yeah. honestly think let's we're in a on. different. All right, sorry, I rant. You got any keys to the Ep- game? Yeah, let's talk about some keys to the game real quick. Against Washington. I think you got to protect Stafford. Oh, you got the Washington, Washington football team. The, 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 the team. football team. You got to protect Stafford. I think Gosh, so. Their terrible. their offense is bad. Can you get um, a more embarrassing game right now than the Lions against a team in Lions Washington? The, <laughs> the Washington football team. Football team. <laughs> um, their offense is bad. 30th total yards, 26th in passing yards, 29th in rushing yards, and 30th in points. Doesn't it, But then their defense is solid. 6th, 1st, 23rd, 11th. That's total passing rushing points. Like, just protect Stafford because that's what you have to do. You have to protect Stafford. That's first and foremost the biggest thing because he's going to be able to throw the ball. I trust that. Hopefully we get Galladay back. Who knows? Who cares? I, I just don't even know what to think about that situation anymore. Um, but for for their offense, so Kyle Allen broke his leg, I think, ankle. Uh, oh, yeah, last he's week? done. He's done. It was for the season. Pretty. So this <laughs> is just th- doesn't this game just smell like Dwayne Haskins is going to dress, going to get the start, and tear this freaking Lions team Alex apart? Smith. Alex Smith's back. Yeah, right? Alex Smith. Yeah, I don't think Alex Smith is going to get the start. Dude. I don't. I don't hear think that they're so. going to pull the plug quick, and then they Dwayne like Haskins going to. Dude, he was, he threw like three interceptions last week, didn't he? <laughs> he threw for like three hundred. He, he was like. 
250 to 300 yards. Someone he might have off. thrown some picks. But yeah. I, I already don't looked I don't pay attention <laughs> I didn't to watch Washington. it, but. I don't pay attention to the football team very often. <laughs> no. there, so. um, what about Austin Bryant, though? Shout out to him, right? Long recovery. He just got a defensive end for the for the Lions. Oh, uh, yeah. Fourth-round pick last year out of Clemson. Is he going to play? He played he, last I heard he week. got active. He played last oh, week he against did play. the Vikings. He blocked the punt, the first one. Wait, that was him? Yeah, Austin Bryant. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, th- I think I we need to get him, keep getting him more involved. I, I actually think he could be pretty good in the defensive end category, and he's he's long. He's almost like a Julian Aquara. Yeah, I, I think the key on the offensive side of the ball is yeah, obviously yeah. you protect Stafford. No, I, I just you just didn't it. care yet. We're trying to wrap it up here. We're at fifty five <laughs> minutes, and we still got a I'm full just fun a shout segment over here. here. Uh, but I think the key is going to be Hawkinson. I think um, as long as our wide receivers are a threat enough for Hawkinson to be the true tight end that he can be. Washington struggles against the tight ends. It's pretty obvious. So if the wide receivers can do their job to open up t- the tight end to be the actual tight end and not be your number one threat that you can that they're going to double team, he's going to have a good game. That's going to be a key. Um, obviously, the run running game as well. I think is important. And I, I already preached it, but I want to see Swift get true number one, not even number one, only one carries. And I would like to see Carry on Johnson. Uh, be ahead of Adrian Peterson as well because I think two young guys be the two-headed monster. Don't try to bring in a third guy. How dare you? <laughs> Adrian Peterson got cut by defense. this team in Washington that plays football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He got cut he by them. He just played the Vikings, <laughs> and then he just he's playing the Redskins. Yeah. He's just playing his two of his former teams. I didn't even which think he, about he went into the Vikings game saying, hey, I'm going to have a big game. This is my former team. I'm going to – yeah, he didn't. And he said it again this week. I'm like, dude, just shut your mouth. I don't want you to have a big game. Just shut up. What? what do you I'm mean done you with him. I don't want him to have a big game. I'm done with him. You give Sam him doesn't carries. like him. I do like him. Apparently not. But I hate the way that he's used. <laughs> no, you hate him. <laughs> I did hate him for a long, long time. Dude. But, Ryan, do you have any thoughts heading in this game, or is it just, just win? Yeah, if they don't win, then coaching staff's out of here. I mean, yeah. I think I think the fan base alone will probably put the pressure on. Yeah. And I and I'm done defending them if they're if they're losing these easy games, especially with all the players that they do have active. And then we can start talking tank. Is that the wrong song? What song do I usually? Yeah, we're. <laughs> I don't know. I usually do this one. There we go. This is our draft music. (laughs) You know that music. (laughs) You know the music. All right. We are going to have a draft. Honestly, honestly, we needed this, right? Yes, we needed fun. Because all of this awful football is just ruining the state of Michigan and other results, too, mixed in. And and we're really close to doing mock draft for the Lions. So so. we might as well just do this and have some fun. (laughs) Right. Yeah, Yeah, so we're going to draft our underrated sitcom characters of all time. I think this will be really fun. You guys ready for this? Yeah, I'm really excited we, about We, off air, um, for the people that were watching behind the scenes, they know that we did a little spinning the wheel and um, we're part of the results. But Ryan's going first. We got Mike a second, Jarrett, and then I'll bring up the rear. Snake draft style. You guys know the rules. Ryan, you're on the clock, buddy. All right, guys. I have like seven of these picked out, which a little while ago I had zero, so this is this is pretty awesome. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to prioritize this by <laughs> by thinking about who you guys yeah, might end me up too. picking. Me too. So I gotta go. I'm gonna go with. Um, wait, wait, wait. Oh, the pick is in. 
I am going to go with Winston from New Girl. U S O B. That's a solid number one pick. Not even on my list. Thought I thought somebody would go there. Winston is hilarious. His his reactions to what's going on, like, don't get me wrong, Jake Johnson or, or Nick, by whatever. Winston, you mean? Um, is he the runner Schmidt. guy that's funny? Yeah. <laughs> he took Schmidt, huh? Because Schmidt is Winston guy as well. That's funny? The runner. So yeah, the, all the roommates. Wait, the skinnier one. I just, he, he's the black hold guy. On, hold on, hold on. Oh, what? You wait, do you want the him? black Winston or the white Winston? Black Winston. Okay, all right, I just want to make that clear. What's going on? Look, New Girl is hilarious. I think Jake Johnson is awesome. Like he, he's like the reason why that show is super funny. Yeah. But Winston and his little one-off comments everywhere, I, I just think it's hilarious. Which excellent. one's Jake? You keep bringing up. Oh, Jake. Nick, Nick. Nick. Sorry, Nick, Jake Johnson oh. is his name. Okay. Yeah. His real name, yeah. I Not think TV the, name. Correct. It's a bad. Person. <laughs> All right, Jarrett, you're on the clock, buddy. What are you talking? I am I on Mike the clock. Micah, you yeah. are on the clock. Micah, you're picking my first pick. <clears throat> pick is in. Creed Branton. Oh, yeah. What? You don't yeah. even like The Office. <laughs> you just stole. Went to stole. That was a steal pick. <laughs> Damn straight it was, boys. I'm playing for keeps. I, he wasn't in my top four, but he was on my list. Of He's like definitely a consideration, yeah. Yeah. That's, Listen, that's yeah. Phyllis, Phyllis might be high. Minimal, minimal ha- amount of content, but when he's uh, when it's him, he is. So when it's good, it's good. I He's had so to do good. a lot of research because I don't watch a lot of sitcoms, so this was actually a real, real difficult stretch for me. That was a stretch. Wait, are we doing TV shows or sitcoms? Sitcoms. Sitcoms. Gosh dang it. All right, Jared, you're on the <clears> clock. <throat> All right. The pick is in. Again, I'm kind of judging it off of you guys. I Michael Scott, the guy is hilarious. The moment Michael Scott got fell out of the office, did we say underrated or yeah, most we obvious? said underrated <laughs> for sure. Oh, You're pulling a me. Last time we did an underrated, yeah, I picked what like in the world. I don't know, Brad Pitt. Well, can I? I all right, well, <laughs> then not main characters. Let me take that off. No, no, the pick is not in. Oh. <laughs> You're changing. Can you do a reverse? <laughs> There it's it is. It's there very it is. confused. It's very confused. Underrated. <laughs> My whole list just flipped. You what can about, pick your favorite. Can I go? I'm just going favorites. Because if you people voted, they would just see the names and just the, say To be honest with you guys, you can do this however you want. Like, there is, we're not going to get kicked off the air because of this. We're doing horror movies now. <laughs> <laughs> we have people monitoring this very closely. Yeah, we can't mess up. Okay. Oh, because well, my next, man, there, I have a lot of main characters. That sucks. We have a Republican there watching and a Democrat there watching. Um, so it is being monitored by everybody. Right, so by the Democrats are right here and the oh. Republicans yeah. way over there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oops. All right, well, <laughs> gosh dang it. Is your pick in yet? Yeah, come on, man. You I can't pick Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Re- That's yeah. a main pick character. It. No, pick it. Pick you can it. have Michael Scott. You think he's underrated. That means you think he's no, better he's than not what underrated. people rate him. I'm going to go, Ooh. all right, so underrated. I wrote Michael Scott twice, and I'm going to have to cross it off no, twice. Yeah, cross it off, because if you want really true underrated, Phil Dunphy. God dang it! Are you kidding me? God, Phil Dunphy is who, that is who I strive to be as a father. No, you said Michael is. Scott. You said Michael Scott. No, oh no Phil Dunphy is my boy, is. and he is—he's kind of oh. a main character, but nobody would really think. Of always him funny. Or always oh sunny. My Hilarious. Gosh, he's like the ultimate. Phil dad. Dunphy is my. Is that is who I want to be <laughs> always as a person. Who is he? <laughs> he's so the good. dad from uh, Modern dad from Family. Modern, Modern oh, Family. Okay, all right. All right. Anyways, I don't watch Phil Dunphy. Dang, now, that's a, that's a good good pick. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. Damn. That's who I wanted. That's who I wanted with my first pick. Um, but my my picks in. Kramer. From, that's from Seinfeld. He's a main character. 
Wait, I, no, it can be a main character. Dude, that is a that's a perfect underrated. I mean, I would say so too. Because what is Jerry, happening? What is the definition of underrated? The name of the show is you Seinfeld. You would say Seinfeld would be the equivalent of Michael Scott. Yeah, <laughs> Kramer was my number one guy on my list. <laughs> Why I, did you do it? I did it because I didn't I'll think trade he was you. underrated. I'll I didn't think anybody would go picks. Seinfeld. No, have Seinfeld. Half these people don't know Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm really gonna struggle because I don't know where to go from here. Can someone please Google the definition. Wait, are you going again? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the clock again. Wow. Um, but I have Might no. Might as well pick Homer I, Simpson while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that. Um, <laughs> that. Those are the rules. I don't know where to go. This is going to get rough. This mm. is your choice, by I the way. I know, but I, I was thinking TV characters. You can do main, you can do main character if you think he's underrated to what people think is funny. Like, you could do a show that's not. All right, but so no, it's not a sitcom. Can we clarify The Office? Michael Scott and Dwight Schroeder off the board. No, they're not. Because they're both they're not un- underrated. They're both the, considered the main characters yes. of the yeah. office. Well, I would say yes, but also Pam. But then Jim is... Pam. Pam's going to be underrated because nobody really says like, there you Pam go. is my There you go. All right, good job, Ryan. We're going to be here for 30 minutes arguing on <laughs> what's underrated <laughs> in the time. office. Oh, my gosh. All right. We're going to move on, boys. Friends. I don't know where to go here. Friends. Seinfeld. Okay. Um, All right. There's a lot. I don't know any other. <laughs> All right, my pick's in. Chandler. From the, from the Friends. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank just, you, God. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a voice, too. He's got an inside source. <laughs> I had a voice, too. Good <laughs> choice. Do <laughs> feed me the answers, please. <laughs> he texted Stu. Can you find the <laughs> underrated characters? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was Sam's on the clock he again. Goes, He's like, Stu, fuck me up. <laughs> he goes, up, Chandler, friends. And literally on Facebook, it says Chandler, <laughs> Chandler friends. friends. <laughs> I didn't look at that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't sure. see it. I didn't oh. see that one. Um, all, right. all right. My turn. Ooh. Chandler, hmm, all right. For my second pick, it's bold. I, I feel like my you. next three picks, nobody's going to. Um, for my second pick, of the 2020 underrated sitcom actors slash actresses, Ron Swanson, Parks and Rec. I knew that oh, was coming. What? It's a great one. That is I not love underrated. Ron Swanson. Yeah, Ron Swanson. You no, know, because the girl is the main character, apparently, to you guys. <laughs> yeah. I was, the it's actually, not I would say, actually, I would, oh I would say Leslie Nope could be underrated. I'm pausing the music. Main character. No, you could say that she's underrated because people don't talk about hold how on. funny she All is. Right. Do I need to turn your Ron Swanson's the obvious choice. You're terrible at this. Stop for a second. A main character can be underrated. It is possible. That's, just, I just explained that. Just remember that. <laughs> just think what you're thinking and just do the opposite. So, are we on the same page? No. Yes. We're not fighting about what is and what isn't underrated. We're fighting to get the best underrated-ish. You, All right. you stop Let the music really Ron cut the mood, Swanson. man. Oh. Back on. Ron Swanson. I like it. All, All right. right. It's rated. Jared. <laughs> Or Micah. Ron Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hoofta. Uh, this, is, this is getting bad. Tough, tough pick. We'll just cut out. Well, this I can't because the no, music's going, so out. I can't cut any of this stuff. Look at Carrie. He's the best on the show. Ron is definitely the best on the Stu, show. Dude, damn good pick. I'm I don't know if he's the best. For Ron I don't Swanson. know if he's the best. He is the best I've on got another. Show. I've got one that oh, I will oh, might up? bring up. Okay. Because he's on side. Pick I'm not going to say any names. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he is. Carlton Banks. 
Fresh Prince. <laughs> yep. One of the worst actors Dude, the on Carlton, really. Just the dance. That's the dance all he's is famous for. Dance is great. Dude, come on, man. Give me some credit here. No, I'm That's not a doing great it. <laughs> I never That's my least favorite guy. I couldn't <laughs> stand him on that show. Why I'd not? I'd rather take the dad. Yeah. Oh, he's so really funny. Great character. You know who's a no, great character? Jeffrey. His Jeffrey friend? the no Jeffrey's the butler. The butler, he's he's, he's solid. Good. Oh, character. Jeffrey is great. He's very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, literally every character minus except Carl. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's a great. Well, the older sister was really annoying. Whatever her name was. Yeah, she was. Bad. What was his friend? Younger sister, uh, J- Jazzy J. Was that DJ Jazzy Jeff? Yeah, Jazzy J. I thought he was funny. Anyway, sorry, Micah. <laughs> You're not Carrie. sorry. Move on. <laughs> All right, Ryan, back to back picks, buddy. All right, I'm going. A little old school, but not not too old school. The old school is a movie, not the, a TV the show. The pick is in. Oh, I'm not going to go old school then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, from the TV show Community. I don't even remember oh. his name in the show. Did you guys watch Community? I never, never really. Donald Glover. Oh, I know who he is. Yeah. Which what's That's his Lando what's his Corinthian? Name? That's the young Lando. From Star Wars movies, it is, yeah, 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 yeah. definitely from the Solo movies. Yeah. I need yeah. a name. I need a name. It's Donald Glover, but what, you need a character Donald name. Glover. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's notorious. Big. Big, right? <laughs> is it? No one else. Wait, Donald Glover is it? What's, his name? What's Donald Glover's rap name? What's Donald Glover's rap name? Dude, come on. He's he's no, so no, big. It's um. What shows a community? No. Uh. Yeah. Hold on. It's Chance the Rap, not Chance the Rapper. No. Hold on, <laughs> Donald. Oh my god! How do I not know this? No, he's a great rapper though. Yeah, Troy. 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 Yeah, yeah. He's no, Troy. it's not. Troy. Yeah, in the in community. Well, it's what's Troy. the rapper's name? Oh, gotcha. Because <laughs> that's gonna bug me. I don't know, man. I'm trying to find out. And oh, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Yeah, he does. He's Here he is America. Childish Gambino. He basically, while he was an actor, he was releasing records and stuff. Nobody knew about him. And he just became Carrie, huge. Carrie knew it. Huge. Nice. Cardi Beast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, you're still on the clock. Oh, I go again? All right. um, I am going to go. The pick is in. Oh, I got to find out his name. (laughs) Um, Frick. Okay, I'm trying to think of what's what's the main character. I'm going with the main character here. Okay. What show? No, I'm not going to main character. I'm going to secondary (laughs) character. What show? Job from Arrested Development. Job from Arrested Development. Oh, uh, which one was he in that show? <laughs> the the idiot who the <laughs> illusionist. Oh yeah, yeah, he's funny. His he's, voice is yeah. among the best. <laughs> he's so funny. Got the I almost voice. went with the dad because he's super underrated too. But yeah. Job, that's a great choice. All right, Micah, you're next. Job with a G too, by the way. Yeah, that's, that's Gob. Oh yeah, Gob. Gob. <laughs> oh, dang it. George Bluth. The banana stand. It's the banana. With the <laughs> it's oh, the banana stands the There's best. always money in the banana stand. <laughs> <laughs> they burned it down again. Insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was a part of this. I don't know the joke. Oh, man. You really don't know? You see it. I do not know that show. Are we cheersing? Oh, man. Mikey, you're up, man. All right. <clears throat> I Pick just crushed in. it with two picks. You gotta live up to that. This is your last two picks, right? Or no? This is his. Le- this is his third pick. Third, third pick. or fourth? Yeah, third and fourth. This is it. No, dude, he goes once. <laughs> he goes one time. <laughs> oh, this is your last. <laughs> no, he gets third <laughs> pick, and then back through, he gets a fourth pick. Isn't he going back to? Oh no, he doesn't have back to back. I have back to back. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna go with. 
Did you pick in? Uh, it was. You don't yeah. know? He doesn't even know. He's just Googling. <laughs> yeah, All right. he's just looking. I'm going to go with Red from that 70s show. Was he the long-haired dude? No, he was the dad. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? He's oh, funny. Okay. Oh. I thought he's I would go the long-haired guy. You said that 70s he's show? long-haired guy. Or Myla Kunis. She's Mila like, Fox. Yeah. <laughs> she's underrated. She's very well, she's Yeah. <laughs> she's rated. She's perfect. <laughs> Everywhere. <It's a> ten. <laughs> All right, Jared, you are on the clock. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... First off, Stu... That Smartless podcast, have you guys ever listened to it? No. Funny. It's Jason Bateman. It's like a bunch of actors that are just hilarious. I almost picked Jason Bateman. That was the thing. I Jason almost ba- went oh. Jason Bateman because he's so underrated in Arrested yeah, Development. Everything. He pulled. He is. He's, he's so great. Good. Yeah. Right, but I went anyways, joke because he's hilarious. Uh, I'm going to go. All right. The pick is in. I don't even know if you guys are a fan of this show. I am obsessed with this show. You just talked over the chime. <laughs> Come on. Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I, that's yeah. Dennis Reynolds cracks me up. He is so funny. I, who? He's perfect. What character is he? He's like the the tall, cocky one, like the skinny, cocky one. Oh, not the little D's guy. brother. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, all not right. Danny DeVito, the little guy. Right, not yeah. Charlie, the yeah. idiot. You know, like him? I love that show, but that's gonna be my pick. All right. Actually, yeah. It's a funny show. It's actually. I'm so excited hilarious. about my two picks here. My pick is in Ari Gold. Oh, that's not. That's a Entourage is an it's hour. A 30 long. Minutes. It is a no, thirty-minute no, 30 30 show. It's an hour long. No, no it, it isn't. 30 oh, it is thirty minutes. That's that a is so. Pump. That is a steal in the draft. Isn't it a I'm comedy? It's a steal. It's a comedy. Yeah. No, Entourage. Technically, I don't know. It is really funny. That's but he's a, amazing. That's a really good that show. That is the a really most unbelievable character. That is the most underrated character of, of all time. I will give you that one. That's an unbelievable that's, character. I, yeah, I'll give it to you. Damn it. My next pick is in. Damn. That's actually where we got the name Ari. Is it? Yeah, that's, for my son. Wow. Ari Gold. Andy Bernard from The Office. I hated Andy. I, I honestly loved him, him until the last <laughs> season. Last season, he was absolutely terrible. Uh, but... Andy Bernard throughout the majority of that underrated show. underrated in the last season. That's funny that you bring that up. Really? What? I disagree. I do not <laughs> do not like him in My that, God. that Andy was one of the worst characters. Early on, he was good. He no, brought, never. He, brought, no, he, he was annoying. He was too annoying. I hype. like him a lot in a that show. Well, well, I think he's very important to the show. a lot about who you are. As a All right, Jarrett, you're on the clock. Do better. Well, you've <laughs> struck out two times. <laughs> All right. Well, seeing this is a sports podcast, I oh, think yeah, I have right. to go with a sports Show here. All right, the, the pick is, is in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Rafi <laughs> from the league. Rafi <laughs> is so freaking funny in the league. If you've never seen the league and you're a sports fan, you gotta watch it. I'm telling you, it's hilarious. It's really funny. <laughs> and when you do like fantasy football, you can kind of like, it's yeah. older. It's a lot of older names that you might not know, but like, you kind of understand what they're I, going through. I actually through, had this exact so discussion at work today with the guys in the office. Sure. I was like. They they talk about fantasy football all the time. They're in both like really competitive leagues, and they've never seen the league. I was like, "Are you serious? Like, how have you oh. never seen that?" Like, one of them even sent like a a, a gif gif. Yeah, yeah. About it's it, like, <laughs> I think you're lying to me. <laughs> um, with one of the guys, like something that he did, and I'm like, "Oh, great show!" They're like, "I have no idea what show that's from." <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on. Please watch it if you. But anyway, that is a great Rafi show. Is so that funny. is one of my favorite shows. Am it's I so up? Good. Yeah, yeah, you're on. Pick is in. 
Schmidt from New Girl. Well done. Man, you guys love New Girl. It's because it's, it's funny. A good pick. It's, a it's good actually pick. really good characters in New Girl. He's, it's hilarious. He's yeah. so funny in that show. And like the awkwardness that he has is so oh, good. Yeah. In the douchebag jar. New Girl, yeah. New Girl <laughs> like, more than any other show in the middle it. of the night, I will just I will break out laughing where I can't <laughs> control it. New Girl <laughs> does that to me more than any other show. Yeah. And like I'm just trying to not wake wake everybody up in the house. <laughs> You've seen the parking episode, right? Where the they they discover no. they have a parking spot and they all oh, fight that, for it. Oh yeah, 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 that's a good one. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a good pick. All right, Ryan, you are finishing our draft with your pick. All right, guys. This is hard. I, w- I know the show that I want to go to. Can I guess by what show you take? I don't understand your question. Like, tell us what show it is, and we'll try to guess who it is. <laughs> um, I don't think you'll I don't think you'll know, but oh. you, can, you can give it a no, let's just, shot. No, let's just do it normal. It's from Silicon Valley. Tell us, nope, never seen it. So just tell us when you pick's in. Anybody watch Silicon Valley or no? No. No. So you have no opinion. Should I go to something where you have an opinion or no? No. <laughs> just pick that one. That's just, a really I'm good just, one. Everybody would love that pick. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> TJ. Should pick in or no? Oh, pick is in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> got to stick to the rules, guys. No, the pick's not in. I'm going to change it. Sitcoms. Hit that button again. Switching bets Yep I am going to change this I'm going back to a lead character I'm going Andy (laughs) (laughs) You don't like this pick? The fact you said a lead character That doesn't I'm going to a lead character Andy Samberg Plays Jake Peralta In Brooklyn Nine-Nine That's an Everybody's gonna love that pick (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen it though. I heard, Do you watch CBS? I've heard that show is really. Funny. It is really funny. Yeah, it's really I need funny. to watch it. Yeah. So let us I know who it is. I think the show is underrated. Yeah. So that's where that applies, Jared. You see that? Okay. <laughs> when nobody likes the show, but it, you think it's good because of the lead character, <laughs> <laughs> not like the most famous show and popular right. show of all time. Any and character, the lead character. that show yeah. is an underrated. <laughs> well, one thing that I, I think. Should have been brought up, and I think someone uh, in the comments did, and apologize, I, I missed who actually did, but Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. That was Stu. That was an extremely good, that good one. And I super feel underrated. Like I could have gone Aziz Ansari from that, too. Yeah. What, whatever That's his a name is. Show is a I mean, that show is Parks loaded. Parks and Rec is, is I thought it was too obvious. To Tom to Yeah, but you know who's actually a really yeah. underrated character in that show is the... The, the DJ. Literally. Oh, yeah. The best... Like, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Literally the best. He is so funny. I He's like I am having such a hard time with Rob Lowe and with Andy Dwyer. Really, Andy Dwyer? I, what? I, Hilarious. His his. Where are you at in the series? Ultimate stupidity is something I just can't do. It's not even funny. Oh, you're in the I, middle really? of watching it. It's so dumb. It okay, funny. question: Who has better looks to the camera, Andy Dwyer or uh, Jim from The Office? Andy. I agree with that. And he I feel like so most funny. people would hate that. Jim. You think Jim has better looks to the camera? Jim just the off the camera, just like. Yeah. yeah but he, I don't he know. Started, he, created he created it. He created it. Yeah. I like the Especially way the, Andy, like, just, he's so, like. They're both fun. Like, the way he looks at the camera, he's like. He's, like, so he's excited. A he's somebody, a child. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Somebody else heard funny. that. Who, who is your favorite character from Parks and Rec? Andy like, Dwyer. Aziz Ansari. No, no, no. Ron, Who is your Ron favorite? Ron Swanson for me. No. Yeah. Who is your favorite character? Ron Swanson for me. Yeah, Ron, Ron Swanson. It's not even close. My favorite part I of that. Like oh, I don't Leslie, know. Though. What's his name that they always get his name wrong? 
Oh, oh yeah, Gary. Yeah. Jerry. Larry. Jerry. His name Jerry is something Larry. else. Gary. His name is actually Gary. I think. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Always and he just wrong. deals with it every single time. What's my funny? The they funniest part of the whole so show bad. is when when they're like birthday cake. You can't say your favorite. Cereal is uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out for all you. Anyways, right. we yeah. got all right. Can't say your favorite kind of cake Are is we birthday cake. On this? It's like saying your favorite kind of cereal. Yeah, is breakfast we're, cereal. we're done. Love we're done cereal. with the draft. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, perfect. guys. That, that music just just cut right at the perfect time. So I take uh, it back. Let's just let's wrap this um, podcast up here. But let's do it. Let's, let's yeah. change the music let's and then Ryan, you ready? No, not at all, man. What do you want me to do? <laughs> you know what to do. Oh, I know that music, though. <laughs> boy. So I know that it's time to make our DeHops Brewing Company Cafe Picks of the Week. Before we do that, I'm just reminding you guys to stop into DeHops Brewing Company Cafe for some of the best beer in West Michigan. They have a family-friendly atmosphere that's perfect for whatever you have going on. If you mention Stand in My Sports, you get a nice little discount when you carry out a, grow- a crowler on your first pint. When you dine in, whatever your beer of choice is, we're sure DeHops will have something you- that you like, just not... Uh, whatever just as much if not more there you go keep an eye out for some of their great beers at your favorite local beer store or if you can carry out a six pack of their double dry hop new england ipa seven secrets uh also stand delicious which is their incredible juicy ipa that is packed with mosaic hops to create notes of pineapple and citrus soft on the palate as just enough bitterness to pull you back in for another sip or check out their World Beer Championships Silver Medal Award winning Shadow Box, Dark Lager and Six Packs, or on Drought at the Brewery. Draft. Draft. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry. The House Brewing Company Cafe is the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2020, so check them out and let them know that we sent you. All right. Let's get into the results from last week. Why Micah you make me read at the end of the show? Went two and four for a 21 and 24 overall record. Kyle and Ryan both went five and one. Kyle has the lead. 27 and 18. Brian one game behind him at 26 and 19. I went two and four to be 24 and 21. Still anybody's ball game, boys. Um, but let's jump right into our picks of the week. So I we had Ohio State at Maryland for the people that missed that. That game got crossed off the list because of Hold on, let me COVID cross cancellation. Is it off? Um, so we're gonna jump yep. over. We're, we just made a pulled an audible here. We're going Notre Dame at Boston College. Boston College is plus 13 and a half. Um, Ryan, start or Kyle, Jarrett, you're making Kyle's picks Dang. today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I you're going you. first because you have the lead. It's Notre Dame. What's the spread? Thirteen and a half. Yeah, I love Notre Dame in this one. I actually think Notre Dame is a legit team this year. They're tough. Ian Book's playing out of his mind. I think their defense is actually pretty good. A lot of people made the excuse that uh, Trevor Lawrence was out of that game, but that backup is actually pretty damn pretty solid. good. Um, and I think Notre Dame is solid, and I, I don't think Boston College is going to be able to show up, even at home. Again, no fans or anything. 38-20, Notre Dame wins. Give me the spread, minus 13 and a half. Ryan. Yeah, I agree. I'm going Notre Dame here. I thought Notre Dame matched up athlete for athlete with Clemson, which is a really difficult thing to do, and they they just shut down ETN, right? I mean, True. good for Notre Dame. I'm going Notre Dame. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I, I think they're, they're prepared this year. They're not going to have that letdown game. Um, I know people get nervous about the Boston College matchup because it's burned them before, um, but no, it, it, it's an easy win for them. Micah. Notre Dame. That brings us down to uh, one of our in-state games. we got number 13, Wisconsin, at Michigan, who is a four-point underdog. Jarrett, start us off with this one. All right, so was, all right, I think 
Wisconsin is very good, and I think they're going to – it's the same thing. We've seen only one game of them, so I guess it's kind of hard to tell. But, again, that quarterback prospect, best that – Wisconsin never really has a good quarterback prospect. Yeah, they finally do. Um, I think they're going to expose – it's going to be closer – the spread just seems so weird to me. Yeah, and I think Michigan opened as a favorite. And then that's it switched. Crazy. So very quickly. I think it's going to be close, but I think Wisconsin. Again, I already put twenty bucks earlier on the podcast on Wisconsin. Thirty to twenty-four, Wisconsin wins. Uh, again, I think Michigan's defense is going to get exposed. But anyways, Ryan, I think Michigan has something to prove in this game, and we see the athletes that they have on the field. They they look lost at times but they're, they're still athletic they're still strong still fast uh, th- their defense could get exposed but I really think if they limit the touches to Joe Milton and we get the running game more involved to get a little bit more creative and make the easy throws rather than trying to make him be a superstar out there I think Michigan really has a chance in this one I'm going Wisconsin <laughs> <laughs> man you beat me to it holy smokes all right. Oh. I don't think I, any of that will happen. I, I think the way you started by saying Michigan has a lot to prove, I agree with that. Yeah. And I think that because they do. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be a little bit more prepared than we think. Do I expect them to win? No. Um, but the I'm gonna take my team in plus points. That's the way I'm gonna do it. I'm probably stupid to do it. I'm probably gonna be wrong. Um, but I'm I'm gonna roll with with my team. I'm gonna take Michigan. I'm taking Wisconsin. <laughs> Michigan's got a lot to prove. And There's a 13 just, next to Wisconsin, and I don't see any number there next yeah, to Michigan. Yeah. That number disappeared. It's, it's just go? not going to be pretty, man. All right, we'll jump down to Indiana at Michigan State, plus eight at home. Mm, Jarrett. Yeah, so I kind of mentioned earlier, I do think this is a game where just looking at the number or just the rankings and – the way you've seen Michigan State so far, I think it's easy to say a lot of people might put money on Indiana. Watch out. I think this is a good matchup. I really do. State will limit the turnovers. Prove I think it. they can kind of hold. They will. They will prove it. They no, will lose this game. you to prove it by taking Michigan State. They will lose this game, but Indiana will win 28-21, barely hitting spread. Michigan State plus eight. Ryan. That is bold. That's bold, a bold, bold guy, choice. My I'm a bold guy. <laughs> bold move, Cotton. That is literally <laughs> bold. <laughs> I I think literally the boldest decision anybody's ever made on this podcast. Gosh, I think man. Indiana's good. I, do I really do. I mean, after what I saw, they beat Michigan at every part of the game. They were just they were better. They were deeper. They had they just made the plays when Michigan was not making the plays. I, yes, I'm comparing them to Michigan, but then they also beat some teams that they couldn't. You know, Michigan was a was a circle game for them. Penn State was a circle game for them. They haven't. I think they're good. I think Michigan or Indiana is going to destroy Michigan State. That is me. I'm going to go Indiana. I'm going to Indiana. Also, they this, this year they seem up. like the most complete team I've seen in my lifetime of Indiana. And they're putting together good wins when they're supposed to. Whether they're, whether the teams they're playing are bad or good, they're winning when they're supposed to. They're on a mission. Yep. That's the way I look at them. Got a couple NFL games now. There we go. We'll start with the Colts at the Titans just because. I don't know why I chose this game, but I did because I, there's not a whole lot of good matchups out there. It's a Thursday uh, game. 
Oh, it is a Thursday game, isn't it? it? Is. That's why I took it. You're right. It. You do it every week. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up for me. Uh, so we got Colts <laughs> at the Titans minus two and a half. Po- on the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we always do. Like, I have no idea why we did this. Uh, what is it the one week where I picked it was like Browns versus someone? I was like, yeah. why are we even Bengals? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, that's, he explained it to the, to the listeners. And you told me Thursday night game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Start us off, Jarrett. All right. So I, I love the Titans team. When I actually just sit there and look at – Great ground game. Derrick Henry, again, might be the best running back in the league, minus Dalvin Cook. But they have a good defense. Tannehill is just great in that offense. I love Rabel as coach. Uh, the Colts are good. Phillip Rivers is kind of on and off. Titans win 27-21. Give me, this. Give me the Titans minus two. Two and a half. Two and a half. Give me the Titans minus two and a half. Ryan? I'm going to go Titans as well. I think... Philip Rivers, this is the game where he gets exposed. This is where he's not a good enough athlete anymore. He's going to show the lack of arm strength and everything else that the Lions could not do to him a couple weeks ago. Titans are that good, and I think their offense, the Titans' offense, clicks more than the Colts because of Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Underrated. I don't know. I'm going to go Titans. All right. I'm going to – I look at this game as who needs the win more. I look at it as the Colts do. They're coming off the loss. Titans are coming off the win to the Bears. I don't know who's going to win the game. I, I like both these teams a lot. I like the way they play. Um, Pretty similar teams, I they're think. Very, yeah, I agree with that. Um, if they had Marlon Mack, they'd be able to run the ball a lot more, but they they don't, so they can't. Uh, I'm going to go with the Colts to, to cover the spread. I'm going to go with the underdog. Okay, I'm going Titans. boy, tighten up. Yep. All right, we're down to our team here. <laughs> Or my team and Ryan's team. Um, kind of <laughs> <laughs> just, just half of us. That's half all. the Michigan sports. <laughs> it's like Joe Milton's <laughs> completion percentage. Gosh, dude, too soon. Uh, we got the Redskins at the Lions. Lions are minus three and a half. Jarrett, tell us why you're taking the Lions. Like the uh, point, you know dude. what? It's it's crazy. Listen, to <laughs> It's like less than the point, dude. <laughs> yeah, so the – the people don't even—they don't even have a damn nickname. How I the can't football even, team. I will never pick them because they don't have a nickname. I think Alex Smith actually has a decent game, but this is a pass rush is very good for the Redskins. But I don't think their secondary is very good, and their offense is just garbage. Lions win 27-17, thanks to good field position. Stafford has some pretty easy drives within their own side of the field. 27-17. Ryan. I, I thought you were going to say my name next. It's the same every time. <laughs> well, that's why I thought that. Smart guy. You Dude, good. Firm, You're good. <laughs> You're good. Who's Seven. the running back for the for the Redskins? The rookie running back that I really <laughs> liked in the draft. Oh, um. All right. He's Anyways, actually tearing it up. He's he's, doing he's very actually good. really, really yeah. good. And I wanted the, the Lions to actually draft him in like the third or fourth yeah. round. We went swift. All good, whatever. So I, I agree with you. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick the Redskins in this. <laughs> Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson, yeah. I read it. That that football team in Washington. Their name is football team. Screw that. Their name, they're the Redskins. (laughs) They are the Redskins, and they're going to lose because they don't even have that name anymore. So I'm going to go with the Lions. All right. So the Redskins are 29th in rushing offense. 
<laughs> so I'm really confused about what you Say mean. Say it again. No, but fantasy though, though. Fantasy though. Gibson is their whole offense. He's their all. He, he's like Minus Swift. McLaren. He doesn't. He doesn't get. Uh, McLaren's, McLaren's good. Good. Oh, he's man, good. Are they actually pretty decent? We don't know. Lions. Okay, I take it By back. By a I, landslide. I take the football team. No, I'm just kidding. Lions. I kind of like that pick. Oh man. I'm also gonna. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> Lions are gonna win by a whole ten points. It's gonna be a blowout. Ooh, that's <laughs> what I pick. Well, I, guess. I guess I'm going with the same blowout. So Lions. Yeah. Everybody going Lions. We hate the, that team, yeah. Washington. The Washington football Dang. team. The, they're just a boring, a boring team. You know Their what? Defense is the Washington like Redskins. Yeah, let's. I'll stick okay. with the Redskins. No, it's football team. No, Redskins. <laughs> no, it's officially football team. <laughs> the Redskins would win. Okay. The football team loses. <laughs> right? Is that fair that. to fair to That's say? That's true. They will always be losers. All right. All right. Wait, no. Those were no our Monday Night Football Vikings. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they play the Bears, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing that. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> Those were the picks for episode 80. It is time to grade our Michigan beers for episode 80. But before we do, I want to once again remind everyone to stop in the Siciliano's Market. They are the best beer store in West Michigan. They have the greatest selection. They, like, there's beer upon there's so many different beers. They're really yeah, and and they're, they're shelves such a, stacks yeah, of beer just everywhere. Wherever you look, it's beer. But they also have wine. They have spirits. They have cigars. They have wine making supplies. They have beer making brewing supplies. They have everything you need if you like beer. If you like alcohol, I would recommend going there. And it's, where is it located, Ryan? Do you remember? I don't remember. On Lake Michigan Drive, between Grand Valley campuses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess they have a campus downtown as well. So uh, that's that's where we go. They helped us pick out this beer for this episode. It's brand new beer um, Cal- from Calendale. all these. Calendale Lake Michigan Drive. Yeah. Yeah, right next to uh, the West Side Social. Yes. Also a great place. Yeah. We should, from we should be fair. sponsored by them. Ish. Well, I'm apparently, down. if we're mentioning them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Shoot. Go eat there, guys. Cut that, cut that out. Uh, Next time, but after. that's that's who we that's who we trust to help us pick out our beer for each and every episode. So check them out and let them know that we sent you. Micah, start us off with a nice little beer grade. Yep. So reminding everyone, I'm drinking Transient Poppin' Pastels. It's a sour wheat ale with peach, apricot, milk, sugar, and vanilla five percenter, and it is absolutely delectable. I think a couple of you guys have tried it. Um, <clears throat> It, Fancy. It it is heavy on the peach and the apricot and that the milk and the the milk sugar and especially that vanilla on the tail end kind of smooth everything out because it's it's kind of really tart at first and it kind of smooths things out. Um, but everything I drink from Transient is so good. It's really really well done. I've never had a bad beer from there. Uh, I'm gonna grade this one with a eight eight. Eight eight. Oh. That is a nice score. Yep. Oh. Yep. Very good nice. Beer. Very nice score. Ryan, you're next, buddy. First, I'm gonna also grade Micah's beer. Uh, I'm gonna double down on the eight eight. I took a oh, little sip of it. it and it it was fantastic. And I was thinking my beer was super good. It, and it is really good. I'm gonna get to it soon, but that was that was terrific. Yeah. And then you made me taste yours, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> "You're just gonna grade all of them, or what? Yeah. What's going on yeah. here?" And Jared, and, and then your beard. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know you sipped on my beard. <laughs> uh oh, I didn't. Yeah. So, anyways, rec- recreational beverage. <laughs> it has the motorhome on the on the can, which is the reason why I grabbed it. It's from Watermark Brewing Company in Stevensville, Michigan, which is again just south of Benton Harbor. 
Southwest Michigan, um, a place to go check out. That I, it's on my list now because their their beer is good. And this recreational beverage, double dry hopped IPA, eight I'm gonna give it a, a, a good grade. I think I really think the double IPAs are what I've kind of fallen in love with at this point. Yeah. Because every single double IPA, I'm giving a really good grade because I think the fullness of the beer makes a difference to me. I like the the stronger flavors and this does not disappoint. It's, I don't know. It's like a consistent from the beginning to the end. It's not, it's just easy to drink. It's a little hazy. I mean, it's got a nice color. It's a nice, it. nice beer. Yeah. Good, good color. Eight, four, eight, four. All right. Wow, very nice. Really, really good beer. All right, Jarrett, you're next, buddy. Man, I had to pee, so your description was really killing me there. <laughs> drips <laughs> of just mosaic. This is really it's like a nice, waterfall. Just wet. <laughs> <laughs> Snow it's Machine. Like drip, drip, drip. You put your hand <laughs> in it. Please. All right, Snow Machine India Pale Ale from Big Lake Brewing over in Big Holland. Big Lake. Big Lake. It's Big, Big Lake. Lake Brewing. Big Lake Brewing from Holland. Uh, 8%, uh, which is definitely pretty powerful for a beer. Um I think it's really good. It's it's considered a winter beer. It's good for up here. This is the first cold day of a cold front that just hit Michigan, and I think this is the perfect beer for it. I love it. Um, I'm going to go 8-1 on this one. I actually really like this. Uh, we're going to get to Sam's here. Whatever this blood orange mimosa <laughs> ghost is, I, rough. It's like a warhead in your mouth when you're drinking a beer. It's a sour, right? It's yeah. a sour, and so, boy, I mean, is it you, sour. Did you know that going into your drink? Or I no? don't care what it is. It, it, I think it just hit my, my It was automatic. My face just clenched. It did, actually. I too. give it a negative 4.6. <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead. No, I, I. So, yeah, I'm drinking from, from Eastern Market Brewing Company. It's the Blood Orange Mimosa. I disagree with you. I think this is an excellent beer. I am a massive fan of it. I really like the sours are really growing on me a lot. It's a dang which good I beer. Think, I think Arvon helped that a ton with that awesome episode that we did there when we just drank sours upon sours. Um, just mounds of sours. <laughs> just <laughs> everywhere. Um, but this one is excellent too. So Eastern Market is in uh, Detroit, Michigan. I don't know if you ever heard of it or not, but. Um, they play Detroit? a lot of sports there. <laughs> I think a lot of people. Wait, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> actually been in the news recently, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, oh, right? Too, very positive. Uh, yeah, there very a lot good. of great people there. You can count on really good, good beer activities. from Eastern Market. I think this is a really good one as well. Um, I feel like I got to get in the eights here. So I'm just going to go with eight. Just 8.0. <laughs> it's a noob score. It's a I know, but I got to do it. I, I, I don't you know. I didn't want to copy a couple. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. It really I should, look if you if you knew what you were getting into ahead of time with the sour, absolutely not. Then it would have been better. No, I I had the f- the same reaction you had when I tried it because I didn't know it was coming and I was just like, oh my gosh, it hit me. Absolutely. Not. I think I think it's good. <laughs> I think you need to man up about your your little um, D- man up about drinking a sour. <laughs> Do I yeah. need to man up about drinking Sours a sour? Good, well, I'm drinking a winter India Pale Ale from Big Lake Brewing, eight percent. Great beer. <laughs> just that. 8.2. Yeah. That was episode I'm eight. Gonna raise the volume. Thank you guys for recording. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next week, if not sooner. We done. Love y'all. And peace, guys. Peace. Peace. Let's say peace. No, peace, guys.
you again to all our great sponsors, the House Brewing Company and Cafe, Siciliano's Market, Mac Web Design. Also, thank you to Paradise Outlaw for allowing us to use their music for our introduction, Detroit Hustle, and for our out, Six Feet Down. <laughs> 